Chapter 14 of Buttercup Gold and Other Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Marty on the Central Coast of California. Buttercup Gold and Other Stories by Ellen Robina Field. Chapter 14 Up above us, near the sky country, in a place called cloudland live a great many little people called raindrops they are very helpful and always try to do their best because they know the great king of cloudland has work for them all one morning two tiny raindrops were sitting together looking down at earthdom how dusty and dry everything looks said one drop yes replied the other let us go down and see how much good we can do in earthdom today so these two little raindrops called their brothers and sisters and told of their plan and asked them to go too for they always wanted to share their good time with others let's have a game of tag and see who will reach the top of that hill first said one little drop and away they scampered they ran so fast that they reached earthdom at about the same time and how glad mother nature was to see them some of them went at once to visit the flowers and whispered such sweet words to the tired dusty blossoms that they raised their heads again and thanked the raindrops for the comfort they had brought some of them slid down the slanting roofs of houses and filled the wells our two little raindrops with five others went down into the brown earth and cheered up the roots then they traveled on, and by and by they came out again further down the hill, and made a beautiful spring, around which the little children played. The spring soon helped make a brook that flowed down over the hillsides, winding in and out among the rocks, washing them smooth and round, singing as it rippled on its way. By and by it met some more brooks, and they made a stream. The sunbeams loved the clear stream and danced to and fro over its surface as it rushed joyously onward, turning the busy mill wheels and keeping the grass and flowers alive and beautiful. Sometimes weary travelers walked along its banks and stopped and quenched their thirst with its pure, cool water. While the stream journeyed on, it met other streams, and they made a rivulet and by and by the rivulet heard a low voice calling come with me and i will show you the mightiest of waters so the rivulet joined the river and together they traveled on till they heard the deep voice of the ocean welcoming them to its cave where were the little raindrops that left cloudland early in the morning they were playing among the ocean waves and helping to rock the ships that sailed over the waters at sunset a vapor boat carried the drops back home and in the eastern sky they stood with robes of red orange yellow green blue indigo and violet and made a bright bow of promise as they looked down upon earthdom once more everything was fresh and sweet and glad because the little raindrops had done so much to help others and had left no part of their work undone the night shadows came and the rainbow faded slowly away 
leaving a message for the children of earthdom. Do your best, little children, and big children, too, for God has work for all. Glories Laura was tired of playing with her dolls, and tired of taking care of baby Donald, too. He was such a big baby, and she was a little girl for nine years old, so as soon as nap time came and the baby was at last quiet, Laura went out on the porch and cuddled down in the hammock, where she swung to and fro, wishing there was something nice to do or some new kinds of dolls to play with. All at once she thought she heard a faint voice say, What a queer child! Here she is wishing for some new plaything and has never noticed us. She must be blind, poor child, for every morning we put on our prettiest dresses and smile at her, but she always passes us by. Yes, replied another voice. When she came out here to lie down in the hammock, I brushed her hair softly and left a kiss on her forehead. But she shook me off as if I were a bee trying to sting her. Laura sat up, rubbed her eyes, and looked around in surprise. Had someone really spoken, or had she only fallen asleep and dreamed it all? She could see nothing except the morning glories which covered the side of the porch. There seemed to be hundreds of them, blue, white, pink, and violet, and how wide awake they looked. It must have been the glories talking, said Laura, but I didn't know glories could talk. Can you, dear glories? The flowers nodded as if they understood what she said. What pretty colors! I never noticed them before, went on Laura. And wouldn't that blue one make a lovely dress? Just then, wee Donald, fresh from his nap, came toddling out through the open door and stretched his little fat hands to the glories. Baby wants a trumpet, he cried. Laura laughed aloud as she said, Why, they do look like trumpets, and like parasols, too and she gathered a handful of the blossoms and sprinkled the porch with their brightness. Let's play with them, baby. See if we can make some dolls. And Laura stood a glory on the step, and into the tiny hole stuck the yellow center of a daisy, whose petals she had pulled out. On this center she marked eyes, nose, and mouth. And when a small glory was added for a bonnet, what a pretty flower doll she had, with a pink skirt green waist, and white bonnet. Then a whole family of glories were made, and Laura gave them each a parasol to carry. Baby used his glories for tents, and they had a good time playing, and Laura wished she had noticed the glories more before. By and by, when the day was over, and Laura sat again in the hammock, watching the sleeping glories, she said, I wonder if the glories could have been talking this morning, and one little sleepy bud looked as if it could tell if it chose. But Mama put her arm about the little girl and said, I think it was a dream, dear. But if the flowers could speak, I think they would tell my darling that by using her eyes more, she will find out how much there is that is beautiful, and God made them all for us to enjoy because He loves us. Every flower that blooms its sweetest, and every child who tries to be good, 
is a precious part of our heavenly father's glories end of chapter 14 read by marty on the central coast of california